0: All right. Hello. Welcome everyone to the first Outsider Sports podcast. Ryan Balliott here with my co host, Ben Mandel. Ben, how you doing tonight?
1: Ryan, I'm doing fantastic. I appreciate you having me uh, and starting this up with me. I'm really excited. I know we've been talking about getting this going for a while. We had it going, we had a podcast recorded, but it was, it fell through the cracks. But now we've got this up, we've got this
0: going, and I couldn't be more excited. I know that feeling is very much mutual technology. Great when it works. It's the worst when it doesn't. So uh, tonight we're going to keep it a little more simple and straightforward. We're going to go over that football game that for us just happened last night, Thursday night football between the Dallas Cowboys and Tennessee Titans. We'll take a look at the playoff pictures. It's the holiday season right now, and that's no different for the NFL, the playoffs right around the corner. Things are heating up and tightening up, and, well, maybe not so much for the Titans. Last night, they fell to the Dallas Cowboys in really a meaningless game because Week 18, they play the Jacksonville Jaguars, and regardless of what happens for the Jaguars this Sunday, the winner of that game is going to the playoffs.
1: Yeah, you know, it's really... It really was a meaningless game but it wasn't a meaningless game at the same time for the tennessee titans and you know exactly what i mean this is a team that even though they're beat beat up they're still competing for a playoff spot and they needed to see if josh dobbs was going to be able to start week 18 if he needed to and i don't know about you but i think we got a pretty clear cut answer on whether or not josh dobbs is going to be able to get tennessee into
0: the playoffs Yeah, I mean, plain and simple, watching that game, Josh Dobbs leading that offense, it certainly looked like they were able to move the ball a little bit better than they did with Malik Willis, and they're going to have to lean on one of these guys because Ryan Tannehill, placed on injured reserve, will be out at least the next four weeks, and that puts us into the middle of the playoffs. And even if the Titans do beat the Jaguars, are the Titans really built to contend with, say, if the Ravens or the Chargers, You know, the winner of this AFC South division will be locked in as the four seed. So they will be matched up with whoever the fifth seed is. Right now, it's the Ravens. Chargers could move into that spot. But either way, Jacksonville, I believe, beat both of these teams, the Ravens and the Chargers. The Titans have been on, you know, you think of what the Bengals did last year. They were on this incredible hot streak down the stretch. The Titans have found themselves in the complete opposite. I think they were sitting at six and three or so. Right now they're seven and nine. So, not where you want to be with the regular season coming to a close.
1: No, not at all. And while, yeah, they still have a shot, I'm going to give you a comparison here to what I think. This uh, week 18 matchup between the Titans and Jaguars feels like to me. The 2011-2012 New York Giants and Dallas Cowboys. The division went down to the wire. The Giants won the division with nine wins as earned the four seed in the NFC playoffs and went on a run to the Super Bowl. But how did they get on that run? They got hot towards the end of the year. And that's exactly what Jacksonville is right now. Jacksonville is on fire right now, and Trevor Lawrence seems to be getting it. And one of the advantages the Titans have had over the last few years over the rest of the division, sorry, Frank Reich, was coaching. They don't necessarily have that over Jacksonville anymore because Doug Peterson sure seems to know what he's doing,
0: yeah. Doug Peterson has the Super Bowl pedigree. He won the championship with the Eagles a few years ago. and, almost unceremoniously found himself without a job, took, I believe, a year off and found himself with Jacksonville with former number one overall draft pick Trevor Lawrence, who's living up to that status right now, playing absolutely great football. But let's segue over. Let's talk about you mentioned those Dallas Cowboys from a dozen years ago. They look as good as ever, and yet they're sitting at the five seed themselves right now. With a win last night, they're still sort of in play for the one seed and for the NFC East Division, but Philadelphia might just be too far ahead. And right now, all signs point towards the Dallas Cowboys going either to Tampa Bay or Carolina. Do you think this is the year that the Dallas Cowboys can finally find some playoff success? They've made it a few times with Dak Prescott under center, but continuously finding themselves bounced out you know, one and done. I think at Green Bay in 2016, just last year, there was this weird mishap right at the end of the game with clock management that maybe they could have, I forget if it was put the game in overtime or even win it against the 49ers, but once again found themselves a quick exit. Do you think this year could be any different?
1: I think this year can be different just because I think we can all agree that last year they arguably should have won against San Francisco in the divisional round. I think uh, San Francisco truly just played the equivalent of a trap system against everybody. And that's how they got by green Bay. That's how they made it past. Uh, Dallas. Uh, they couldn't quite get past the Rams, but that was because the 49ers had turnovers themselves and you can't win a system trap game. If you are turning the ball over yourself now for Dallas this time around. I think a lot of it hinges on what happens this week, you know, cause Gardner Minshew it's looking like he's going to play. Does Dallas or does Philadelphia lock up the one seed this week? Does the New York giants clinch their ticket into the playoffs this weekend? Because if, the giants don't clinch and philadelphia uh wins this week or loses next week or this week and then has to play a giants team that needs to win to get in i don't know if i like those odds uh against philly i know philly is significantly better than the giants but the giants have showed up in some big games this year and they really i think i think they should have beat minnesota so, you know, for, for the Giants, if they have to win next week in Philadelphia, this is a whole different ballgame for the Dallas Cowboys, who potentially could get that one seed if Philly doesn't
0: get it done this week. Yep, you mentioned that Jalen Hurts right now listed as doubtful for this Sunday, but you have to believe with everything on the line that the Wolverine would find a way to come back and lead his team, potentially one seed against those feisty New York football Giants in Week 18. Let's walk say, right back to... Oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: I was going to say, as as a fantasy manager who's relied on Jalen Hurts to come back and get to the championship, I would very much like to see uh, Jalen under center over Gardner Minshew. But if not yeah. Gardner, let's get it done, buddy.
0: Yeah, that Minshew mania might come back. Let's go right back to uh, Dallas. You said they're playing really great football. They could be the one seed. Let's go down a route where maybe they're not. And them... Not getting the one seed almost assuredly gives them the fifth seed, which means like the AFC, uh, the Southern division champion will be the fourth seed. The AFC, same thing over here in the NFC. These two Southern divisions, I think, to sum them up in one word, disappointing. It looks like at least one, if not both, division winners could get in with a losing record. Dallas going into Tampa Bay. We saw it week one, not this year, but also last year. Tampa won both of those matchups, one of them taking place in Tampa, the other one this year taking place in Dallas. Do you like Dallas over Tampa Bay right now if that happens wild card weekend? Here's the
1: thing. I never like to bet against history. So like history standing, it, it says that Tampa Bay should win that game just because Tampa Bay matches up well against the Cowboys I know a pass rush gets to Brady and Tampa's offensive line isn't quite what it was uh at the beginning of the season this year or last year when they played the Cowboys when they they just annihilated the Cowboys uh, week one of the season this year it was very embarrassing for Dallas and it had sirens going off down there I Tampa Bay it just seems like they have Dallas's number. But in this situation, Dallas is just the better team. And I can see them beating Tampa Bay. The only issue is now you've got to go play Philadelphia for a third time this year. And you saw how difficult it was for Dallas just to beat them when they had a backup quarterback in Dallas. This time it will be Jalen Hurts on a well-rested team coming off of a bye week in Philadelphia. So maybe they can get past Tampa, but if you want to have playoff success and get to the Super Bowl, it's going to st- it starts with winning the division and they're going to have to win these next two games and hope they get some help from New Orleans and then the New York Giants if they want to make a deep run.
0: Yeah, absolutely. One thing is for sure, there's been a lot of really entertaining football games this entire year and I see no reason to believe that will not continue throughout the playoffs. Let's flip to the other possible matchup, because this Sunday, Tampa Bay hosts the Carolina Panthers, who, look, they traded away one of their most talented players in franchise history. They fired their head coach and got better. This rushing attack has carried them on a bit of a hot streak. They were playing quarterback carousel during the season. Sam Darnold has stabilized, maybe is the word, and Steve Wilkes at the helm. If Carolina wins these last two games, they will win this division, and they will look at the possibility of hosting the Dallas Cowboys. What do you think of Carolina going to the playoffs?
1: I see it happening. It really does feel like this Carolina team could make this happen now will they I I, you gotta believe Tom Brady's gonna get the job done just like he did this past weekend when he came out and he was able to somehow come away with a win in prime time because it really the Bucs just looked like they were dead in the water couldn't get anything going offensively I know they had the lead but it really just didn't feel like they were the better team and they were going to win last week but they still found a way to gut through it and win, and I think that's what they do against Carolina, bursting Carolina's hopes of making the playoffs. Although, I do think getting rid of Matt Rule was probably the most important thing for that franchise. Nothing against Matt Rule, but he had just lost the locker room, and he had become a cancer in the organization.
0: Yeah, it looked clear he wasn't the answer, and you mentioned earlier that you don't like to bet against history. I have a very poor track record of betting against Tom Brady, so Carolina's sort of the hot hand, and Tampa Bay's kind of limping towards the end of the regular season, similar to the Tennessee Titans, but at the end of the day, Tom Brady is Tom Brady, and we'll just have to see what happens, but... There's some other playoff spots still open, so let's turn our attention back to the AFC for a moment, and we can go right now We look at the wild cards. Baltimore and the Chargers, they have their spots clinched. What do you make of the race for that seventh seed? Miami right now has it, but Tua will not play this week. Dolphins are set to start Teddy Bridgewater in Foxborough against the Patriots, who they've had some pretty weird games you know, not just this year, but recently as well. So what do you make of the race? The Jets also, I mean, the rest of this division's in play for it. What do you make of a wild card race in the AFC? Well, I think
1: I think the Jets are done. Um, but, I, I, you know, the Steelers are the team that stands out to me. Really? Yeah, and it's just because they have been playing so much better the last few weeks.
0: It looks well, like their rookies have figured it out a bit.
1: Picking exactly, and you're seeing... Najee Harris look more like Najee Harris they're no longer just putting eight guys in the box they're doing a good job with that now I really also like Mike McDaniel I think he is a great coach I really like him I think he finds a way to get it done with Teddy Bridgewater. I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is as big of a liability as people are thinking. I think McDaniel's going to be able to get it done with whoever he has under center. And Teddy Bridgewater has proven in the past he can be a very good, serviceable quarterback. And that's all they're going to need. It's not like they're playing the the Chiefs in this week. It's, you know, they, they can go out there and they can start Teddy
0: Bridgewater and get a win. Yeah. Miami has seemed to have New England's number in recent years. I keep seeing clips as we approach this matchup of the Miami miracle from just a few years ago coming up on my feed. And I think of the, I believe it was Ryan Fitzpatrick to I forget exactly who it was, a game winner over New England in the final second. So Miami matches up pretty well going up North, unlike a few weeks ago when they went to Buffalo, but they're certainly in that push. And you mentioned the Steelers, certainly not out of it. Mike Tomlin has not had a losing record on a season since he's been the head coach there so don't count them out even though they'll need a little more help uh, compared to some of these other teams so let's flip it over to the nfc quick you mentioned right now your new york football giants have not yet clinched a spot pretty good opportunity this week against my disappointing indianapolis colts but then that's seventh seed washington's right there and then a whole host of teams still in the mix seattle green bay has clawed back into it and my goodness we're going to talk about detroit lions relevancy in the month of december going into to january what do you make
1: of that well and it's the detroit lions relevancy with eight losses is what makes it a story right i mean detroit this is a team that had to battle to get themselves back in here but they've shot themselves in the foot recently i think this is green bay's final spot to lose while washington holds it I don't think they're going to be able to hold it. I think the Giants lock things up this week. I do think they beat your Indianapolis Colts. Sorry Ryan, I know we and talked for, about making the trip out to MetLife, but we didn't. Um, we're not going
0: to. For the sake but, of draft position, I hope you guys win too. I'll be full yeah.
1: full front about that. Well, we would like to get into that sixth seed to get a beautiful first round matchup currently with the Niners. I do think the Niners leapfrog the Vikings though, and it will be a rematch in Minnesota. Minnesota. Minnesota for New York. Uh, I think Green Bay, though, they're going to get into that final playoff spot in the NFC East. Or the NFC, rather.
0: One thing to keep in mind with that is Washington did beat Green Bay, and they have a tie. So I don't know exactly how tiebreakers would work based off record against Green Bay, but they own the head-to-head. And, of course, that win-loss percentage can get a little tricky with the the tie. tie,
1: The tie kind of, it's the same thing with Seattle and the Giants. Seattle beat the Giants. But since the Giants have that tie with Washington, it virtually means the Giants took the tiebreaker back. Because if you have the same amount of wins, the Giants' winning percentage is still better than Seattle's because they have the six losses rather than seven.
0: Yeah, so things, as I said, they're getting spicy towards the end of the regular season. A few more key matchups. So we touched on Carolina, Tampa Bay, Miami, New England. I don't think we have to talk about the and Giants any more than we have. So real quick, New Orleans and Philadelphia. We mentioned earlier, Philly could lock up the one seat. No Jalen Hurts. This is an interesting matchup, however, because Philly owns – the first-round pick of the New Orleans Saints. So Philly has a real opportunity to sort of double down this week in locking up the one seed as well as keeping an eye towards the draft, having a yeah, the top-ten
1: pick. It's the reverse tank. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think uh, – I, I look, I think Philly gets it done with Minshew or Jalen in there. I think da- – that I was talking, you know, earlier for Dallas purposes that Philly does have a chance of losing this week, and they do. But I, Philly's going to take care of business. There's a reason – they almost beat Dallas last week with Minshew I think Minshew will clean up some of those turnovers because those are just usual things that happen when you haven't started a game in how long so for me I think the Eagles roll they'll take care of New Orleans like you said improve that draft capital a little bit and Philly locks up the one seed San Francisco eventually takes the two with Minnesota falling to the three and Tampa Bay locking up the four in the division this week with a win against
0: Carolina All right, so a lot of big matchups on Sunday. One final thing here. Let's turn our attention a day ahead of that. Monday Night Football, it's being hyped up as maybe the biggest Monday Night Football game in NFL history. The Buffalo Bills will travel to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals in a game that has seismic possibilities here on the AFC playoff picture. The belief right now is if Buffalo wins this game, they'll run away with the one seed, and the AFC playoffs will run through Buffalo. But if Cincinnati wins... That opens the door for either them or the Chiefs to once again claim that one seat. So how do you see that shaking out?
1: I think uh, the biggest thing to look at here is... Buffalo, you know, I know they're 12-3, and but this is a team that I think may feel like they have a little bit of proof. You know, they still have yet to reach that end goal, and they know the one seed is very important for reaching that. They also, you know, they have a little bit of of revenge they want to give to Kansas City, and they know how important it is to have that game in Buffalo. They are going to uh, find a way to lock up that one seed.
0: Do you think Cincinnati can sort of repeat that magic? Because a lot of us didn't know, could Cincinnati come back from a Super Bowl loss and go on another run?
1: You know, they can. And this is a team with Joe Burrow who's capable of winning on the road. You don't just have to play at home. And that's why I think seeding isn't as important. But this game is bigger because Cincinnati does not want to end up in that five seed and have Baltimore
0: jump them. Yeah, absolutely. All right. That will do it for today. All right. Thank you for listening, outsiders. Here's looking at a big 2023 from us. All right. Happy New Year to all of you. That'll do it.